Blog Talk Radio. These males have other things of grooming on their mind. Their attention is turned to the treetops. It's time to hunt. A large group of like-minded males are assembling. One of them drums. It's a signal telling others nearby that the hunt is about to start. These men have other things brewing. Other things are grooming on their minds. Their attention is turned to the treetops. It's time to hunt. A large group of like-minded males are assembled. Are assembled. One of them Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Three Kings Radio Show. I'm your humble host and moderator, the FLA fella, the Sunshine Kid. The Jazz Man, Nick D. Quick, and my humble and gracious co-hosts this evening are The Family Man, my good friend, songwriter, a man who moves with purpose and conviction, hailing from the ATL by way of Valley, Alabama, my dear brother, Jarvis. Next up, we have the almighty mouthpiece, Dobama, Dolomite, Leola Balkirch, Doscorsese, the poet. If you're looking for him, he in these streets. California yes, resident, Doe. And last but not least, we have the elder statesman, the well-read and traveled, Mr. G.Q. Smooth himself, Tampa, Florida resident, L.G. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Three Kings Radio Show. Please check us out at thethreekingsapproach.com. That's T-H-E, number three, K-I-N-G-S-A-P-P-R-O-A-C-H.com. Or call into our live show at 347-857-3911 and press number one to talk. Or get your tweet on and Twitter us at Twitter forward slash the Three Kings Approach. Also join our chat room during our live show. Please log in via your Facebook. We're back. You're listening to the Three Kings Radio Show. Let's go. Every day I'm shuffling. Hey, good evening, everybody. Thanks for calling in to the approach with the Three Kings Radio Show. I'm your humble host and moderator, the F-L-A fella, the sunshine kid, the jazz man, Nick D. Quick. 
Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a good one for you tonight on tonight's episode of the Approach with the Three Kings Radio Show. The topic is how to choose a mate. And here to drop science on us is my good brother, my only brother, El Presidente Obama. Obama, come through with it. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we were just uh, and bear with us, man. Well, yeah. Well, today's topic, obviously, is about uh, the choosing a mate and the signs of choosing a mate. And basically, we just wanted to touch on a few things on uh, basically just qualifying yourself on uh. And separate yourself on what you have and, and what you bring to the table. Now, the easiest thing to assess what you bring to the table is just simply look in the mirror. And you should ask yourself now. I mean, you know, as they say, people want to look at things, they want to differentiate between marriage and relationships, but how do you get to a righteous marriage if you don't have a righteous relationship? So you want to take assessment and take inventory on the things in which you have and the things in which you bring to the table here. Okay. Now, first and foremost, you should ask yourself is how do you get things evenly yoked between the person and the prospective person that you like to date versus yourself? Now, when you look at a prospective partner, you have to take you have to take inventory and assessment on what this person brings to you. Now, typically, I, I can only speak to myself and use myself as a key example here. Okay, I have no kids, so therefore, I don't come with baby mama drama. I don't have ex-girlfriends that are clinging on because I, I know how to sever those relationships. So when I go into a relationship, I don't bring this particular set of baggage with me. Now, on the other end, if, say, I deal with a woman who has children or has multiple children and she has one or more baby's fathers in their lives or whatever the case may be, I have to go into the situation. Mm-hmm. Come again? Go ahead, though. You got yeah, I have to go into the situation and recognize this, that this thing is a little bit different here. So now I have to take on problems in which I don't have or things in which I don't necessarily come to the table with. And so the main, the number one question I should ask myself is why should I take on these problems if they are a problem? Now, I'm not saying that everybody comes with those, that that's a problem or that's not a functional situation, but you just have to take inventory that basically I'm a, that you're essentially taking on a headache in which may not be yours to take on. So, I mean, it's different things and different criteria in which you have to go ahead and you have to take into assessment. Say you're a Wall Street stockbroker or something like that. You know, maybe financial might be maybe a person, a means and a person of finances might be somebody who may be interested in you. Now, you have to go ahead and you have to do that risk assessment. Okay, I'm on Wall Street. I'm making $200,000 a year. Now, you have to realize if you date somebody who works at McDonald's, not saying that this is a bad thing, but you have to take a second that that person's lifestyle may not match up with your lifestyle. So the things in which you're accustomed to or the things in which you like to do to where you can take two, three weeks off at a time and go on vacation as a Wall Street broker, the person in which you may, that you may be with who works at McDonald's can only get two or three days off at a time. So now that definitely will be a hindrance as far as the things in which you like to do. Because now you can't take week to two week long vacations with your partner because that person is not available to get the time off that you have. Then also, if you are making that much money, obviously you want you know, and you require a large amount of space. This person financially, if you were to fall, could not carry that load in which you would carry. So you have to take that into assessment as well. 
Okay. And also, you know, where you're from. You know, let's say you, you know, you live in the suburbs of, of Beverly Hills. And, you know, the person you choose to deal with lives off of Martin Luther King. Now, everybody knows Martin Luther King is always the hood, so that's nationwide. Nothing to discuss that. So, I mean, if you're in the suburbs of Beverly Hills, you don't necessarily have to go to sleep at night hearing the gunshots, hearing the crime, hearing the street fights and things like that that the person who lives off Martin Luther King would be accustomed to. So if you were to deal with this person and you were to spend the night at your mate's house, these are the things in which you may have to hear, the things in which you may have to go through, and which you're not accustomed to. So then, based on risk assessment, you have to say to yourself, hey, is this something in which I'm willing to take on? And that's the same way in which we want to look at any type of relationship that we deal with as far as choosing a mate. Does this person baggage, is this a hindrance in which they bring to the table to me? If I'm happy, essentially for me to find a mate, and my mate, if they're unhappy, that means that they're borrowing from my happiness. And if they're taking away from my happiness, guess what? I'm not taking happiness back. I'm taking on problems and headache in exchange for giving you my happiness. If I'm happy, I'm set with the way my life is. Financially, I'm straight. Everything is going good to where I can maintain myself and I don't have problems. And your mate and, and my mate does, then if I take on any problems that she has, that's taken away from my happiness. To worry about her, what she's doing or what she's accustomed to, I don't have those problems right now. So what I have to do is I have to sit back and say, hey, I don't need somebody to come in and take away from what I already have going. I'm content. I can eat what I want to eat, drink what I want to drink, do what I want to do. I'm content. So if a person wants to come into my life, I don't need somebody to take away or add worry or add stress into my life. I need you to I need you to make the be that person that comes into my life to where you don't take away but you add to. And what I mean by adding to happiness, it's not something financial, it's not nothing like that. But what I mean is you just don't bring worry to the table. That's the first thing what you do to where you're not taking away from what I currently have going. Now secondly, how you can how you can add to a person's happiness is do the things in which I'm already doing for me. Okay, if I can eat what I want to eat and I pay for my own meals and things like that, you know what would be nice if somebody wants to pay for a meal for me. Oh, now that's impressive. Now, you know, if, if I'm traveling and going where I like to go, when I want to go, you know it would be nice if somebody was to take care of that for me. So now if you can do things to where you're eliminated things in my life to where I don't have to worry about things which I'm already not worrying about, that's a double plus. And it'll go vice versa. The best thing is you're doing your day-to-day thing. Uh, you get your car washed every week as a man. I'll take you. I'll go get your car washed. You know, i come through, wash, wash a couple of tires, do whatever the case may be, adding to your peace and to the things in which you already have. Now, that's called equal exchange to what we're not exchanging. And what we get into a habit of these days is we start to exchange problems and we exchange pains. And we have these, these relationships that's born and bred out of pity. Because we both pity each other. Well, damn, I feel sorry for you. You ain't, you know, you, you ain't got no job and stuff like that. You feel sorry for me because uh, I, my money messed up behind my kids or whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's a pity relationship. And those are the easiest relationships to get into because they don't require anything but the person to come to the table as opposed to bringing something to the table. So, I mean, the, today's topic, we're just going to go over different things on, on how to choose a mate, how to how to eliminate certain things, and how to, how to make things grow and function and be where they need to be. And that's how, that's today's show. So let's get to it. All right. There it is, man. Beautiful monologue, brother. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with the uh, um, 
my dear brother Jarvis. Tonight's hey, topic. How to choose a mate, brother. How to choose a mate. Well, first of all, I want to welcome everybody back to the new year. This is our first show of the new year. And actually a, a pretty good topic to actually come back on and discuss. So the topic is how to choose a mate and what you bring to the table. Well, well, the problem is I see it is, you know, most of us when you ask them, you know, what are you looking for in a mate, you know, we tend to rattle off a whole list of criteria qualities that, you know, we tell ourselves that we're looking for. You know, we want a person with a sense of humor, a sense of adventure, good teeth, own their own business, like to travel, they work out, you know. You know, we have, we rattle off a whole grocery list of, of qualities that we look for. But part of the problem is, unfortunately, you know, people don't come custom made to order. You know, you just can't, you know, like, you know, you can, you can pull up a Burger King, you know, you can customize that sandwich however you want to. But unfortunately, people, you, you can't customize people. So that's that's part of the problem, you know, that, you know, why a lot of people end up alone, you know, because, you know, we can't customize people to our liking. And a lot of times we end up getting ourselves into a situation where, you know, we, we're looking at all these different causes that we, we, we want and we tend to go out to people for some of the wrong reasons. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. Let's, let's just talk about stereotypes for a minute. Let's just say, you know, you, you have a woman's physical beauty. You know, the woman's physical beauty is so great, you know, we, we basically find ourselves completely ignoring the fact that she never finished high school. But we said one of our criteria is that we want a professional. Or for a woman, you know, you got a man who's, who's filthy rich. You know, he's very wealthy, but you find yourself ignoring the fact that he drinks too much. He's an alcoholic. So, so, so when you're starting to get into these type of situations and these stereotypes, you know, it's like, man, yeah, you say you want this, but on the other end, you know, whatever else going on with this person might, might be a deal breaker. And like Obama talked about earlier, you know, you know, he gave the analogy where you have someone who making $200,000 working on, walking on, working on Wall Street, and then, you know, you got somebody working at McDonald's. Now, you know, we all know that, you know, they say love is blind. You know, you're attracted to who you're attracted to. But let's 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 be real. You know, if you dating somebody working at McDonald's and and you you know, and and not to say that don't happen because I'm I'm sure it has happened. You know, because like I said, you know the the law of attraction is is real and it, it ain't nothing that you could do about that. But you mm-hmm. but you have to think in terms of you know future. If you're thinking that you know this could potentially be somebody that you can settle down with. Now, just because you work at McDonald's or he work at McDonald's don't necessarily mean they have to stay in that position, but it's up to you. Are, are you the type of person that can, can bring out the best in that person and, and make them better? You know, are you able to encourage them to want something more besides a McDonald's job, you know, making minimum wage? And, and these are the things that when Obama talks about, what do you bring to the table? You know, because... When you ask somebody what are they looking for or what do you want, you know, the, everybody has this list. Oh, I like a guy to do this and this and this and that. But at the end of the day, most often what you say that you, you really want, nine times out of ten, that's not what you're getting. So that that's that's my take. Uh, I, I know, uh, you know, we got Harold on here as well. I want to hear what he, he has to say about that. And then, you know, we jump on off to the show and get into some calls, man. Yes, sir. Mr. Elder Statesman, go ahead. Lay it down, brother. Yes, sir. Um, I think Jarvis and and, and, and Doe really hit on some really great points. I think that um, 
I'm, I'm going to touch a little bit about what Jarvis said. Jarvis said two key words. He said deal breakers, uh, which I think most people don't know what their deal breakers are. And once you know what your deal breakers are and you stick with that, then that will eliminate a lot of nonsense from the giddy-up. Secondly, Jarvis touched on something else, is that, you know, people got a laundry list of things that they want. I have really come to the conclusion that most people don't know what they want because, as Jarvis said, they end up with something totally opposite. So either they don't know what they want or they're not willing to hold out for what they want and they settle. Mm -hmm. Either or, it's, it's, it's a lose-lose situation. So when you talk about choosing or finding a mate, you, let's say, let's say if you got a list of five deal breakers. Now, let's just say you don't have to, <clears throat> every person's going to meet, but if, if that person covers three of your deal breakers, then you, you, you're starting off on a real good foot because they, they, they don't test or don't challenge those deal breakers for you. Now, in the sense of knowing what you want, knowing what you want in a mate and knowing what you're looking for, then you have to assess who you are and just make a list of what are you looking for. Just sit down one day and just say, this is what I want in a mate. Not not, not about what the magazines tell you, what you're husband should look like, or about what your girlfriends think, or about what social media thinks a good man, but what genuinely makes you happy. If you like a man with a sense of humor, you know, and you're attracted to that, you know, that that's that's something that need that you you need to date a man or a woman that has a sense of humor. If you're attracted if you find intelligence to be something that really uh that turns you on or you're attracted to, then you need to look for or you need to look for or date people that has or meet your intelligence criteria. I mean, you know, money wise, I mean all of those things play a factor, but I think as society, we have been told, particularly women, you gotta have a man and he has to have this much money, he has to look this way, he has to be six feet, he has to be tall, he has to be handsome, he has to be all those things. And, and, and let's, let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of cats walking around that six feet tall, dark, and handsome. So at, at the end of the day, but that's not, but that's something that they don't gave that, that's a standard. It's like, it's the, to me, it's like the same standard as like having the, the, the house with the white picket fence. That's not everybody's dream. So understand you and what you want and what makes you happy. And then I think as when individuals can do that, then they're on the right track to finding someone that's for them and that they can build something with. Because settling is a bottomless pit. You never stop. Settling is a bottomless pit. You never stop settling. So don't settle if you know what you want. Don't settle for something that don't don't settle for something. Don't get with someone thinking you can change them or hoping they
they can change. Because I always think the, the, the worst thing in the world is trying to change someone to who you want them to be. Because that relationship is due from day one, if that's Ooh. your mind. So they somebody that already comes with the qualities or the characteristics you are looking for, not someone you have to you feel like you have to tear down and build or build them up to your standards. Don't 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 do I think that's what Doe touched on earlier too. Don't tear don't say I wanna build me a man or build me a woman to someone that you want them to be. Because in order to make in order to make a lasagna, you need to make a great lasagna, you need all the ingredients. You can't substitute ingredients and still think you're gonna make great lasagna. So you have to understand and then people change because they wanna change. Right. So don't go into a relationship thinking like Doe was talking about, you know, you want to fix it up or you want somebody. And I think a lot of times women want projects or they want to take somebody and they think that, oh, this this may be a nice little rehab. I could fix him up. I could do this, do that. I mean, some people are worth it, but some people, you need to leave them exactly where they're at because most of us are there by choice. So if you feel like you gotta fix or something, we it, think about how many other females that came along before you that thought, hey, this might be a little great rehab project right here. I could fix them up, stop some pain on them, and whatever, whatever, or her up and and and, and bring them up to your 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 standards or what you think that that you can mold this person into. But at the end of the day, that's not what when you're looking for a mate. That's not what you want. You want somebody that you guys have the same I you guys have the same mind like you're alike. You're like minded. You you have the you think alike. You you got you want the same things out of life. You're willing to work for those things and you understand that life is gonna bring is is gonna have its ups and its downs. But Understand that if you are a team in a strong unit, you can overcome those things. So I think a lot of times, I think the simplest, the, 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 at its at its base level, I think most people, men and women, don't know what they want. So, 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 so I think there there lies the problem. I think people should sit down and make a list of the things that. Not not about what the magazine says, not about what nobody says, but what you find attractive, what you, the, the type of person you wouldn't mind being with, and then write those things down, and there is your guide. And in a sense, when you write that down, then on another sheet of paper, write down your deal breakers. Because if your deal breaker is a person that smoke or drink too much, then don't entertain that. If your deal breaker was a person who who liked to go out all the time and ain't never really at home, then I don't care how nice looking they are, how much money they have, how thick they are, how wavy their hair is, or how chocolate that skin or light skin, that is not the person for you. So don't force something. Don't force something that's not there. So in order to find a a, a 
a mate, I think you have to understand you first and what you like and what makes you happy. And then also, just as important, know what your deal breakers are. And I'll turn it back over to the moderator. I mean, great points, brother. Go ahead, let me jump in here um, before you do, and for those who are online, I got a couple of people asking me how do, how do you talk. Um, you know, you press option one if you want to speak. Press option one, and then the moderator uh, come in and, and get your name or whatever. If you want to give an alias, you can give an alias. But let me let me come in, uh, and I want to talk about what about the people. Now I know we all have preferences. Uh, Harold and, and Doe and Nick, we all have, you know we we like what we like. Mm-hmm. Right, but what, but what about you know you have some women you know say okay well you know I don't date short men I don't want short men or whatever but but let, let let me just put this out there when when you've been going after what you like you know the six four and all this and that and that's mm-hmm. still not working for you when mm-hmm. do you say okay maybe I need to change the game maybe I should mm-hmm. give a a short brother a try or maybe I mm-hmm. should give a you know light skinned woman to try whatever when, when mm-hmm. does it or you just continue to just you know you know just go after your preference and hopefully that you just you know you know you you finally hit one out of the park like like when do you if ever make the adjustment and say okay you know what I'm kind of limiting myself and thinking and say okay I'm not gonna date a short man or I'm not gonna date a yellow you know light skinned woman or a white woman or whatever the case may be when do you start changing your way of thinking or do you just you just go with what you know and you just wait. Until you, you you land something. That's hmm. a great point. That's a great yes, point, Jarvis. But but I, I think I think with that I think with that and, and I used to tell the women all the time, I say, Listen, if you have been trying something for I just tell women this in the salon, if you've been trying something for so long and that's not working, then you need to reevaluate your game plan. You need mm-hmm. it it needs to be seriously reevaluated. And yes, sir. I, I think I think a lot of times, Jarvis, that you're, you're absolutely right. But I think a lot of times that people, where people mess up at it, that people are poor judges of character. Yes. I yes. think that if they, I think that I think that I don't think it's the physical part of the person. I think the physical part matters, and I agree, and I understand where you're coming from. But I think that if you choose a six, if you if you choose a six foot four brother, and that's your thing, I think you're going to choose a five eight or a five nine brother with those same type of characteristics as the six four brother. The only difference is one Ooh. is six inches taller than the other. But you 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 you've changed the hiding, you've changed the height criteria, but you haven't. Really evaluated because I don't I think it's the height the height because and the also too, Jarvis, the you made a great pressure. you made a great point Jarvis that once you say I got to date somebody I got to have this this and this then you have to realize that you're swimming in a very you're swimming in a pool as opposed as to swimming in an ocean when you say the person you know the person that treats me well that 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 we line up alike or whatever whatever so when you start saying I need you to be five I need the man to be six four. I need him to be dark. Then it ain't a lot of six four people walking around. And then think about. And then men are already men and women. It's already a two to one ratio with men and women. So you really shortening that pool up. But I think where most people problems comes from is that people, women and men, are bad judges of character because I think that 
they'll get a six four brother and then say, you know what, I'm gonna give a short dude a try. But I think the short guy I had the same characteristics as the, the same exact dude. dude. The same, same exact, exact dude. dude. They just different heights. Yeah, that's 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 when you judging based on superficial stuff. You know what I mean? Things in which things in which you can see versus what where, where your criteria should have been as opposed to the 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 same thing. The six foot four brother and the five eight brother, neither one of them had a job. Yeah, you could have just got a man with a job. That's that's what I was getting into though. That's the point I wanted wanted to make that to, to, to actually talk about that folks are, you know, so shallow and, and like you said, go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off, but go ahead, man. You're right. No, you 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 right on, you right on. I mean it, it, that's all it boils down to, man. People, people, man, people, I guess you say everybody in such a rush these days, man, we just, we looking for what we say, we what we think we want versus what we need. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, we can go out here, we see it all the time, man, go out here and get a fine sister, man, she dumb as a box of rocks and ain't got nothing going on. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I got I got what I said I wanted, I got this fine sister, but ain't nothing, ain't nothing else going on behind that. Right. And you know, and, and after getting all that superficiality, everybody know the first thing to go bad in a relationship is sex. Right. You understand right. what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's the thing that becomes most monotonous. So I got this fine sister that I'm with here, and ain't nothing going on. Right. Ain't right. nothing happening. Ain't nothing happening but a sex life. And now after that, now now after that, now I ain't got nothing. When I want to come home, I'm tired of stuff like that. My back hurt. That fire can't fix a bad back. That fire can't rub no feet. And that fire sure can't cook no meal. You understand what I'm saying? And Ooh. fire ain't helping out with Nam Bill around here. I think I think what Judge. it is, sub, subconsciously, I think subconsciously as people, we are poor at choosing a mate. Cause, uh, and a lot of when we're, when we're choosing mm-hmm. a mate, a lot of us is, are actually doing it subconsciously. Like, like, most people who are like very calculated and in, in, in things in which they are doing and they're very orderly and plan things, nine times out of ten you will find that those people, you know, as far as relationships and marriages, you know, they they have a pretty good one. But it's when you people who are looking at, like you said, things that are, are on the surface, you know, and, and, and just you know, you go out, you hit a bar or whatever and you just you know, you see what you see. And then from from just that law of attraction, without even delving any deeper into the person's background or whatever, you know, a, a relationship just kind of form out of that. And then next thing you know, you know, like you said, you you don't have nothing. Like like once everything on the surface, you know, you kind of get get through the surface. You're digging, you're digging, and then once you actually have have broken the seal through the surface, you find out, man, this person ain't about nothing, man. This dude here, man, he he, man, yeah, he got a, he's six four, he, he you know. He got the bare white thing going on, but man, like this this dude can't bring me offer nothing to the table. He can't bring anything to the table. This chick, she can't cook, she can't bounce a checkbook, and the only thing that she, you know, that she good at outside of sex is, is nagging. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, but here, here it is right here, and this is what I truly believe, man. I think, I think, in fact, I ain't gonna say I think, I know. I know people know that when they get into a situation with somebody where it ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like you know that, but what it is is you everybody in such a rush to 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 get to the finish line that we don't even understand where the starting point began at. Right. You understand right. what I mean? Right. I like we dealing with people and stuff like that, but I mean you know this person ain't going nowhere. 
You yeah. understand what I'm saying? And and with that knowledge, that it didn't take years to find out. Just like I hear all the time between with, with brothers and sisters, like man, I can't believe my baby mama like this. Man, I can't believe she holding kids against me and stuff like that. But you knew that from jump, right? You knew right. she was petty. You understand what I'm saying? You knew that dude. You knew he got five other kids. And you think he was gonna sit back and take care of yours? Come on with it, like, bro. Like, really? But, but you knew that. You knew that before you got in. Your mindset was, well, he going to be different for me. Or she, she ain't going to be like that with me. But she got a history of being like that. She's mm-hmm. been petted. He, he been, ain't been about nothing. So, I mean, if you know that, you see that from jump. If you look at a person's resume, you're going to tell them. You can tell their work history. You know, yes. if, I see somebody, if I see somebody who had 12 jobs in the last five years, chances are you're not a stable employee. Yes, sir. You understand what I'm saying? And and people hop, they, we hop so fast from situation to situation because of, of technology and availability that we forget, man, that the number one thing to, that you can bring into a relationship is you being stable and you being happy. Because once you get happy, it don't matter what somebody else brings to them because you're going to say, hey, you're not going to take away from this. That yes, son sir. got the shine for me. I don't need no shade in my life. All right. That's right. And, 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 and that's what you start to see happening, man. We see it all the time, man. We see people do everybody in such a rush, man. Like the, the most recent thing that's going on right now is women have started to marry themselves because oh, they, have become, they, they have become so awful in, in discernment and judging between a mate. Oh, well, she got a, she, no, it's the same topic because it comes down to choosing a mate. She had a brother, but the brother wasn't as educated as she was, wasn't as financially sad as she was. Now, the other thing what you got to do with choosing a mate is, yes, okay, we established that we have a criteria, but there has to be some type of give and take. You have to have something in which you're willing to compromise on. You know what I'm saying? If a person if a person firing and hitting all your needs and stuff like that, it got to come to a point where you got to say, okay, this person here, she's a good woman, she, she, she makes me happy, she doesn't take away from my happiness. Okay, maybe she doesn't make as much money as I do. So maybe I can compromise on finances, but everything else is okay. But you know, know what I'm I agree with that, but and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I agree with that. But as long as it's not a deal breaker, though, I, I, I agree with compromise, but I think, too, I think the most important thing, too, is that what I see a lot of people in relationships don't really understand is they may, but they may not, but don't comp- never compromise your deal breaker. You can compromise other things, but never because once you compromise your deal breakers, then you're going to be miserable mm-hmm. because it's something you don't like, and yeah, the other but, person but, is doing it. But you, you have to recognize sometimes what we have as our deal breakers may be what's stopping us from making the deal. You understand? Not all the time, because I mean, it's some things which it, there is no compromise on. It's like this, and either you can deal with it or you can't. You understand what I'm saying? Like like me, I don't have kids. So, like, if I meet a woman and she has a child, I have to compromise on that. That's not, you know, like, I don't, all that drama that comes with it. It has to be something in which if everything else is, is firing on all cylinders, man, it has to be something that, that you got to be willing to budge on. You know what I mean? Like, everything all everything ain't going to be hit on. I think you hit it right early when you said three out of the five deal breakers, she meeting them criteria. So, yes, two out, two out of the five, I'll give a little room for not necessarily mm-hmm. compromise, but you got, hey, I need improvement from this area here. As long as it doesn't, as long as that's not something that's going to eat at you. You know what I'm saying? Because I figure your top three deal breakers got to be your most important. 
and then four or five, that may be something you write, and that may be something you can't, you, you may be able to compromise, compromise and get a little room on. Right. I, I agree with that. But if there's certain things that you know you can't deal with, don't don't even set yourself up for that. Because yeah, it, ain't yeah. gonna end, it ain't gonna end well. Yeah, you might as well go ahead and get out of the way early. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I see. 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 I so let's go ahead and bring in our first caller, uh, Miss Kimberly from Columbus, Georgia. Brothers, go ahead and welcome in Miss Kimberly from Columbus, Georgia. How you doing, hey, Miss Kimberly? Kimberly? How you doing, baby? I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm Jarvis's cousin. Just gonna put a disclaimer out there. Um, but um, I, I'm listening to you guys talk about, um, you know, different things that you know. I mean, a lot of things were negative towards women, of saying like you know the the six foot five guy. That has all this money and et cetera, and um, I'm just going to tell you from a female perspective, we we normally, you know, all of my close friends and people in my family, we don't have these superficial type of aspirations when it comes to a man. I, I know, for me, I can just tell you about myself. I'm, you know, educated woman, um, no kids, um, you know, love a good conversation, very dedicated to family. But a lot of times we do not get even approached mm. by men. I mean, they they start with the stereotypes of she has this, 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 she's too high maintenance. I've had guys tell me this years down the line, says, you know, well, I couldn't afford you or you seem so high strong. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. It's, oh, you went to a, you know, you got a degree, you got this, you got no kids, and you do this, you dress nice. And it's like, so you're using that based on, you know all the superficial stuff that I wouldn't be approachable, mm-hmm. and so th- that those are the type of things that I get. And a lot of things, a lot of times, you know, you miss what deal breakers. But I think a lot of times you look at, you know, certain sisters says, "Oh, this is not a, this is not attainable," or "I'm not here." And I think it comes with a lot of times you have to be comfortable with yourself. A lot of times we have to re- realize that okay, this is I'm okay with me. This is what I have to bring. This is who I am, and then we can move forward. But a lot of times our insecurities prevent us from stepping into you know, things that are destined for us, mm-hmm. especially in relationships. I mean, especially in black relationships. I mean, I'm, I'm an extreme dedication, you know, to, you know, to family. That's what I have. But if you look at me from a superficial standpoint, you would not think so. It's like, you know, I mean, when I told guys, I said they don't have any kids, they're like, what's wrong with you? I mean, honestly, that's, that's the next question. What's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't have a husband or I don't. I'm not interested in bringing life into this world without, uh, you know, a family. I'm just that's just me. Call yeah. me old-fashioned, but that's me. And some, but you know, but that's sad that when I say that, you know, that I am an oxymoron when someone who has four baby daddies, you know, can get anything in the world. <laughs> and, that, and that's you know that's disheartening on my end. But you know, yeah. this is just this is just my atmosphere. But I can tell you from you know my experiences. So. Well, I, I can tell. I can tell you based on what you said, right? But and, and, and this is I, you, you'll be surprised how often you hear a woman who, who, as you say, got their stuff together. How often they come across this problem? I hate to say it like this, but nine out of ten times, that chick with four baby daddies, she's probably going to be able to cooperate a lot easier, and her standards may be not as high as yours as far as her, her conversation wise. It might not revolve, require as much uh, intellectual, you know what I mean, like talking about 
college and things like that, things in which are relatable. Because nowadays, men, it's, it's about, you know what I mean, I guess you say it's just comfort, you know what I'm saying? How how much how much effort is it going to take? Do I have to do something outside of myself in order to, to garner this woman's attention? Mm-hmm. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. That, but that's I think it's unfair stereotypes. No, it's, it's not a stereotype. It's, it's not a stereotype. It's not a stereotype. It's a cooperation, though, because believe you me, I understand where you're coming from. I'm 32 years old, black, have a career, you know what I mean? No kids for a man. So I totally understand where you're coming from, but it's about being approachable. And, like, when I deal with women in which I would perceive to be on my same level, women who have their stuff together usually feel a little bit more freedom and take a little bit more liberty as far as with how they do their day-to-day dealings with men. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, if you start asking a, a woman's resume, you start to realize that along the line there's somebody out there who's not the person and which she says she's looking for. You, you, know, you know what else I think, too, man, uh, though, that you got, especially men, man, you, you got men who are just lazy now and, and just don't want to do the work. You know, I mean, they, they, they don't. It, 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 hold, hold, we can't blame them for that. If you, why, why do something which normally ain't required to do? Right, I'm not saying blame, but I'm saying that this is what it is. This is the problem that that women like Kim is going through because you got men, you got men out there who just don't do the work. You and 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 another reason you have women who have made it so easy for men to just you know approach you and you don't have to have any type of standards or anything like that. It, so it, it makes it hard for women who have their stuff together. You know, to to go out there and seek a man, you know, to to bring him up to their same level, because the dude's looking at like, man, okay, well, why I got to go through all these stipulations and why I got to go through all these requirements when I could just go over here to Felicia, who don't require that much of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's and and, and it's, it's sad, man, and it's really if you look at it, you know, it's it's really a lot that it's in our community mostly, man. Like, and we, when you look at other races and stuff like that, you don't see that. Like you don't, you know, you know, you don't see that. It's just like, man, you know, like you look at the the Indian culture and, and the, the white white America, whatever. You know, the requirement is like, hey, man, you know, you 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 go out there, you get a job, whatever, you you, you get married, like you you know, you get out there and have a family. But you know, that's not really talked about in the in in the black households. You know, what's talked about is, you know, you go out there and you find you somebody that can, you know, take care of you, and you know, that that's the kind of like the the the, the stereotype sort of speaking in in our community man that you know that marriage is not really preached on and, and talked about you know, you know talk about college education and all that but but people in our community don't really talk about going and getting married and, and settling down and finding a husband and a wife mm. right i agree yeah, but it's, you know, yeah, but yeah, it's think, not about unity right and i think that but but kim if you run across guys like that i mean if run because they, they ain't for you. But that's the sad part. And that is but, the sad part. But you know what, though? But that's not your loss, though. See, one thing you have to understand is, is that when you have standards and, 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 and if you if people not up to your standards, then that, that, that person ain't for you. See, people who don't require much of one another, see, they meant for each other. So if you got a female over here and she ain't requiring much and you got a dude over here looking for a woman that ain't requiring much, to me that sounds like a match made in heaven. So yes, it does. if you if you got if you got someone that 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 uh that um uh if you got someone that's up to your status, this one thing too that I I, I won't really 
black women to 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 really understand is that see black women use I'm educated as like a mantra. White women mm-hmm. don't use it. White women yeah, don't but, use it. Yeah, and, 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 let me let me let me talk. It's, it's, my, it's my turn now. White women don't use that. See, I think a lot of times when when black women say, "Oh, I'm educated," I, I, I see a lot of times what black men hear is that I don't need a man. Mm. So you have to be careful. You have to be careful with really how you use those words or those terms. And then too, you got and it's not your fault. So you know, don't. And I'm not saying it's not your fault, but what I'm saying is when you have to be careful about what you say and how you say it because it's a lot of dudes walking around here. I owned a barbershop for 10 years. It's a lot of men, black men walking around here with very, very fragile egos. Yes. And mm-hmm. they and they wouldn't know how to celebrate a woman that made just as much as they made or made more. They wouldn't Ooh. because 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 sometimes because I know a lot, and, and the men that I'm talking about with those fragile egos, they use, see, they use their economic wealth or whatever they could do as a stranglehold or a stronghold over their woman. So they know if they, if they know if they're making all the money, they get to call all the shots. And they get to kind of do what they got to kind of get to, I'm the king of the jungle and I can kind of run around and you can't really do nothing. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't doing nothing because I'm taking care of you. Whereas when they got a woman that can do just as much as more, then they see they lose their power. But then again, that's not the type of dude you want anyway. So don't I always tell, you know, because I, I come you know, I, I I'm surrounded I be surrounded by a lot of women. So don't look at it as your loss. Look at it as your game because guess what? He's doing he's 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 letting you know right now, like Jarvis said, he don't wanna put in the work because he figures you require too much work. And if he and why would you want to even deal with somebody that, that wouldn't want to put in the work for you anyway? So at the end of the day is is that you have to understand, and a lot of black women have to understand this is that this is, is this. We don't care about how much money you make for real at, at the end of the damn. day. We we don't care. We we don't care. We don't care if you if you got a five. Now those black men that do. They just a black. They just they 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 are a, a, a and I they're a female in a man body because they're looking for support. But most but men that can take care of themselves, like Jarvis said, that get up and go to work and take care of themselves. See, it, they don't care if you got if you if you if you living in a five bedroom house on a hill and you drive a Lexus or a Mercedes or a BMW because at the end of the day, as long as we can take care of ourselves and pay our bills, we Gucci. Because yes, we ain't sir. looking for nobody to take care of us. That's not our, that's not, we're not looking for, and I understand, we're not looking for security. Whereas women may be looking for more or less security from a financial standpoint. We're more or less looking for security more or less, if we can garner it, more or less probably from a a, 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 a loving emotional standpoint. But financially, yes, we can get up and go to work every day. We got our own. So, and most, and, and sometimes men don't understand Educated just means you went to school for four years and you was trained to do a certain thing, but it doesn't make you it doesn't make you Socrates on life's on life's issues. It doesn't make you because I know a lot of educated people that are very shallow, but and and those are the most shallow people to be honest. Yes, they but, are. Uh, uh, they, but and, and 
at, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm just saying that to say this: that if 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 a guy is not willing to 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 come up to where you're at, because when if, if he said if you say he this and his back, you know he said, man, I'm I'm gonna take on this challenge because he feel, because now he feels that you're worthy. But if, if if a guy say and not that the other guy don't feel that you he you worthy, but he just don't want to put in the work, so he don't go over here where it's easier. Like Doe said, com- comfortability, it, and it's true because he don't he don't have to do all that over there. He can go over there, and, but those people deserve each other. That's like, like I said, that's a match made in heaven. So, yeah, but most people take the easy route. I mean, if, if it's presented, and then well, you no. look out, but 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 then you look at it. What is what is the alternative? If you know, you said, "Oh, you don't need that type of guy." Whatever. What's the alternative? Nothing. I no, got yeah, you. It, the, is, it is. It is an alternative. It yeah, but I can tell you. Yeah, it is. I, but <laughs> I can tell you what I get approached by most. I don't care what it is. It is the guy who has no job, no ambition to say, "Hey, man, lady, I'm I'm pumping my gas." Hey, I'm like, dang! But the brother over here that's you know regular, like me, I call regular. He will look, won't speak, just do what he got to do. But the dude over here that has. You can. I mean, it's very obvious. Has nothing. Amen, lady. You know what? You know what's going on. I'm like, really? But Kimberly, do you think that's due to the areas of what you live in? And that may just depends on the guy because the guy, the guy that probably hollering at you, he may be feel like he'll play or or he got. See, and a lot of times too that you and and then you got guys too that holler at you that may have enough play, but see, but he, I mean. You got some guys they ain't they not scared to open up their mouth. You got guys that may look at you and, and, and may say and may just say, "Man, I think she attracted, but she too intimidated, or he feels too intimidated to say something." Hello. So again, Hello. so again, you know, I, I, I get it, but again, it's not. But it has nothing to do with you. It just has to do with one person may like the, the comfort, the com, the, um, the, the confidence to step to you, where the regular dude may like the confidence. Well, uh. uh Homeboy who don't really got a whole lot, but he he ain't got nothing to lose, so he coming with it. Let me and let me but, say this. Um, I think sometimes we have to be willing to step outside of ourselves or step outside of the norm or what we would do. This this is my thing. Like Harold said, that brother who's regular, just like you, you know, he he might have a problem with, you know, he he, he might not be as confident as approaching a woman, mm-hmm. you know. And, and which that that ain't your fault, but I think a lot of us sometimes, and and even myself, I'm, I'm from the old school. Ken, you know, we came up in the same family. You know how it is. But I think sometimes we have to step outside ourselves just a little bit. If you see mm-hmm. a guy, you see a woman, whatever the case may be, and they are appealing to you, and you, you know, you know, they look like, you know, you know, again, we, we're kind of looking at the surface, but you know, from a surface standpoint, you know, they kind of look like they look like they're approachable. Then why let that moment pass? If if you if you want that brother to say something to you, if you want that woman to say something to you, why let that moment pass without even just a, a general just a hello? Like because mm-hmm. if, like, like you just mm-hmm. saying hello to that brother might give him enough, might give him just an, exactly. a, a, enough juice to yeah. say okay. You know, great point, Jarvis. Great point. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, are, are, are you inviting? Are you inviting to men? Like I'm gonna tell you, it's one thing you said here. And, and and that was the second time that it kind of came up to where I was like, okay. The first thing you said is when you when you described yourself, you, you, you gave the three points. The three points that for some reason all women who do well tend to give. They give a career, they education, and they give that they family-oriented. That's the three things in which I guess it's a universal language that successful women speak. But mm-hmm. every woman I deal with, that's the first three things that they lead with. 
Now you said that the low brother, the low brother, the brother who ain't got much going for himself with no job and stuff like that. If he knows that he ain't got nothing going and he ain't got no job, what you think he's gonna be looking for? If he looking for somebody to take care of, he gonna look Ooh. for a woman who got education, who got a job, and who family oriented. That's Those right. are the things in which he's going to look for. The other thing you said, you said that the brother with no job who ain't got nothing going on, he approached you while you pumping gas in your car. So if, if you're looking for the come-up, you're looking for what a woman drive, and you're looking for things like that. So, of course, if he ain't got nothing going, he's going to approach you. So, I mean, what, what it is, like, what I do right now is I, I try to I, – I'm, I'm very, 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 and I, and I make it a point to be, and for my years of being a face-to-face salesman, I'm very cognizant about body language. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I, I you know, if, if me, uh, Tyson Beckford, and Morris Chestnut was in a lineup, I don't think I would be picked first, put it like that. But if we was talking over the phone, I promise you I'd probably be the number one draft pick if we talking over the phone. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you, so I, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't pass the eye test in comparison to them, but I will pass that mouth test, you heard me? So what, right. we, what what that is what that is is when you see a man and obviously you say the brother he look at you and pass he's looking for a sign that says hey baby how, uh, something like he probably smile at you smirk at you like I, if I see a woman looking at me I'll smile at her if she smile back I'm coming to come drop I'm coming to come drop some of this ism on you you understand what I'm saying if I see a woman looking at me I wave to her or say what's up or, you know what I mean just just a gesture that acknowledges the woman. You understand what I'm saying? And what I look for is the woman that acknowledges me back. If we, if I'm seeing her from a distance, I'm on it. I'm on it. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it might not be that if you're having a hard time for that successful brother, it might be that it, it, it may, that you're just not giving off the body language that's inviting to the brother. Mm. To where the brother who got something going on will be like, okay, well, yeah, she, she on my level. Maybe, you know what I mean? Because like Harold said, men got very fragile egos. Mm-hmm. And like uh, most most men, the number one thing that, that that we should be accustomed to, but we not, is hearing the word no. Yeah, rejection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like every brother, you know what I mean. Like me myself, I, I hear no. I, I I think no was my second name for a couple of years for a while. But you know, it's, it's after a while though that you start to understand men will play the numbers game before they before they settle down and they'll look for the woman that's more cooperative. Like the woman that you said that, that, that with the four kids who may not got nothing to go on going on for herself, she may be more inviting conversationally. It's not that mm. the brother is settling or he's looking for something easier, but it's just you know it's just that it's something which he can work with. If she's giving him, she giving him some play, as they used to say. He gives some rhythm that, for us. That's true. That's true. And I've been saying. Hey, hold, on, hold on, here, here before, and I don't mean to cut you off, man. But we got some more callers that want to speak, man. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in our next caller. Uh, Miss Shy, Miss um, Michelle from ATL, the Shy Girl. Yeah. Let y'all go ahead and bring her on in. <laughs> What's going on, Michelle? <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like dog, dog Steve Harvey. <laughs> wow, um, I'm almost speechless because <laughs> uh, you just described me to a T. But that's kind of I, I came from a long. But like most black women, we come from a home of strong women who has always work hard doing what they had to do to get by to take care of their kids without a man there. So when we get educated and we get a little bit, um, you know, a little bit better than, than the long line of women, you know, it's kind of like that's our badge of honor. That's our, we, we've been, we've been there too. In a way, we're not saying that we're better than you. We're just saying that, you know, we've been there too, but we work hard. Like here in Atlanta, there are a lot of dreamers. In Atlanta, any business that you want to do, you can just go ahead and you can do it, dream it, whatever. 
even if it's selling washing powder on the corner. It's mm-hmm. like that. And um, it's it's a lot of dreamers. Everybody wants that fast thing or whatever. And so then when a woman like me who is educated, I can cook a meal. I can do everything on my own. I don't need anybody to do that. But I need companionship. And so when I meet this guy and I give him a chance, I'm not superficial. It's all about how you treat me. Um, he's a dreamer. He has no ambition. He don't want to get out there. I mean, I can hold you for a minute. You know, I got your back. I can, you know, do all the footwork. I research and help you get yourself together. But you got to go go forward with some ambition. And we get a lot of those guys that lack ambition. So then when whenever, it, and, and here in Atlanta, it's a city of the great pretenders. So he can look like, he, you know, he got money or whatever, so then he can say whatever he want to say or whatever. But then when you get to know him, you don't have any ambition, so they call the next guy who may not look like the street thug or whatever, whoever, whatever whatever type you're looking for, but if he looks all into that type, you're going to kind of brush him off too, like, oh, mm-hmm. another dreamer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sister, can I give you something? I'm, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you something, and I'm going to give you something directly from my playbook. What you have to do is, see, when you first meet a person, you always meet their representative. So it takes about a good, if you're really discerning, you can see through the bull. But most representatives normally fall off probably after about the third, between the third and the sixth month, depending on how good the person is at hiding who they really are and their true intentions. And, 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 And when a person is telling you, well, this is where I'm trying to go in life. This is what I'm trying to do. I mean, that's fine. You sit back, you listen. But as for me, when when a woman used to tell me that, my first thing, my first reaction, I don't buy into that. See, I have to sit mm-hmm. back first and watch you because your actions are going to tell me who you are. See, if you say, "Well, I'm trying to get," you know, I'm, I'm going to school, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I want, I'm, I want to go to school, I want to do this, but you ain't taking no classes. <laughs> you ain't you ain't doing that what you told me you're trying to do. Or if you say, Well, if I'm trying to get into modeling, I'm getting into acting, but you ain't you're not taking any acting classes and you ain't booked no modeling gig, then that ain't what you're really trying to do. Mm-hmm. So I have to I, I, I let you tell me who you are, but I let you show me who you really are. Mm-hmm. And and that's a lot of times because Women, and, and, and I, I get it into a sense, but then in a sense, I don't get it, especially if you keep making the same mistake, is that women are so desperate for a man that they're willing to buy into anything. And then they mad when they find out that that ain't what the deal, that's not what it is. But don't be mad, well, at, the, don't be mad at the salesman. Be mad at the consumer because you've seen this same show before. How many times? <laughs> Do you have to watch this movie before you learn? How how many times? Man. How many times? And and, and, and the problem is, and, and, and you all's situation is, and it's a good thing for us, but it's a bad thing for you all because once it gets physical, then you win. You say, I'll, I'll, see, you say, I'll look up some stuff for it. I'll do this, I'll do that. See, if I was you, I wouldn't do none of that until I Ain't. see him doing it for himself. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because if he can't do it for himself, if he can't do it for himself, then what in the hell does it look like? Why, why should I be taking my valuable time to do that for for somebody who won't do it for themselves? Because that's their dream. I done met my dream. 
See, you done met your dreams. You done went to school. You done did what you had to do. You did everything you need to do and, and, and probably still doing it. You got other dreams. You working on that. So right. I understand you want to, you're supposed to help your man if he, if he got dreams and ambitions. But guess what? He got to be out in the forefront. Not you. Right. But they're not your dreams. Right. Yeah, you are auxiliary support. Yeah. You auxiliary. I'm going to shoot this stop. gun. You bring these bullets. Exactly. Stop helping people that won't help themselves. Mm-hmm. Let them sit back. The most valuable thing you can do is, look, if you don't been four or five months in a relation, without a relationship or a year, then watching a person and seeing who a person, another three or four months ain't going to hurt you because guess what? Another A good three or four months, could say, it could save you a few years from headache. Because yeah. now you win something emotionally, and you keep investing, in, and you and you keep throwing bad money into a bad investment, hoping that it's mm-hmm. going to turn around. And mm-hmm. it's not going to happen because some, if you if you were listening to what I said earlier about rehabs, see somebody done tried that before you, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. The problem is you just didn't have a you just didn't have a phone number so she could just run it down to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that, that wow. doesn't happen. Wow. So so so, so again. When 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 women when you when you when you're out here looking for men, you have to have. It's it's as simple as this. You have to have standards and you have to stick by them, even yeah. if it costs. Because guess what? Because guess what? Because guess what's worse than being lonely? Being with somebody and you heartbroken and disappointed. <laughs> Damn. You may be because you may be a little you may be a little lonely. But guess what? You not you know you not laying up next to a total loser like this dude done totally bamboozled or tricked me, and now I can't go. Cause guess what? Now you got to figure out how you gonna get away emotionally, and depending on how deep you in, and I could take six months, a year, uh, two years, just depending. So again, yeah. if a person is not meeting, if a person see you can get you can cut a lot of stuff off real early. If you if you understand if you just understand one basic rule, let people show you who they are before you get emotionally involved. Because when you're not emotionally involved, then guess what you can do? You can cut. You can like like like. Okay, later. Get out of the way. Get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Because you 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 and somebody else who who really try to do so. And I kind of want to touch on. I kind of want to touch on. And and, and the thing too, women. Be a little bit more friendly. Be more. Be be a little bit more approachable. Like Jarvis said earlier, if you smile back, or because some guys just maybe good. need a little, they just need a little help because they just may not have that comfort zone, that comfortability mm-hmm. to be able to step to you guys. So if you want to, just be a little bit more more inviting. Because yeah, you're gonna get, you may get, you're gonna get some garbage. But the, the beauty of that is, is that hopefully you know. You can tell the difference, and you know how to get, and you know how to sift that through there, and you get past that. See, because you don't entertain certain things. So, be be more inviting. Just be a little bit more inviting. Smile more. Make it seem like it. Make a little eye contact. I ain't say you got to, but make a little eye contact because I guarantee you, with and most guys, if they see that smile and they see that eye contact, they coming. Game over. Yeah, game over. Yeah, they come. They, the they may need a little help, but they'll get there. You ain't got to do much. And you ain't got to do much. They come. Yeah. Now, if, if, if they don't come, then that's still better off, may be better off for you because that means they may be in a relationship or they may not like women. They may be in there looking for what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. 
You hit on that so tough right now, man. And I, I think a lot of women don't realize that, man. You you sometimes before before that bullet hits you, you just got to get out of the way. And when you get out, what I mean by what I mean by getting out of the way, you got to understand. But before you start to do all this stuff, before this man start researching and doing all this, going hard for him and stuff like that, and you start doing all that, you better you better recognize what you're doing it for. Because if you end up yeah. doing it for the wrong, if you end up doing it for the wrong person, it's gonna be held against you. Because when you do get the man who 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 everything you're looking for, and you done did all this for a sucker, but now that you got and you so bitter about doing this for a sucker, man. that you really ain't gonna you ain't gonna put it all in for a real man. That real man gonna get out of the way of you. You yeah. do. He gonna get out your way, so you can go ahead and you can pay for this sucker and you support this sucker. Hold on, you know what I mean? Like, hey, and we if we start getting involved and stuff like that, and things start getting deep. And, you know, everybody, believe it or not, and as much as we say we don't like to, I'm not going to ask you from jump about your relationship. But as time progresses and we start to move towards in the next step, the next step, I'm going to want to understand that you and why your relationship's going back. So most women, all, every woman I've ever met, they always been the victim. Always. Mm-hmm. I never heard a woman say it was because of me. They always yeah. were the victim. Well, I was doing all this for this man, mm-hmm. and, and I can't mm-hmm. believe that he would do that for me and stuff like that. So then when you get with the next man and you start to tell your story, if I'm a man, I'm listening to your story, and I'm looking for this thing called congruency. And I'm going to be like, well, things ain't congruent. You were doing all this for this brother here, but I asked you to go ahead and order a pizza before I came over, and you couldn't even do that. <laughs> so now you got to realize what you were doing for this sucker and the time you wasted for this sucker is going to make you better. So when you do get the real man, that's why you got to realize when you're wasting your time, as Harold says, before you do all that and start going head first for somebody you better recognize you're doing it for the right person. Because exactly. if you're doing it for if you're doing it for the wrong person, that's going to be held against you. Because believe it or not, you're going to take that into your next situation. Yeah. If you got a guy, he's selling washing powder. You made the analogy earlier. And he got there on the corner, and, and he's selling, and he's pushing his washing powder. That's who you need to get behind. So he, yeah. he's putting his dream, he's putting his dream into action. Hey, I, yeah. don't no, but, but, I don't have no distributor, but I'm gonna get on the business highway out here in Atlanta where I won't keep myself killed and I'm gonna push this washing pile. <laughs> He's doing something. He's doing something. But see, but see, yeah. but you don't you get behind that brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I believe the young, the young, the young lady wants to respond. Go ahead, Michelle. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But just, I jump in. Because I'm sorry. So yeah, you just gotta. And take the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess um, but e- even so, so even after you say I'm not chasing, I'm not gonna chase the dreamers anymore. I'm still missing out. I'm still because I don't know how to discern. You know, I don't smell so many wolves and sheep clothing. It's like, well, it's not even worth it. And, and that, not, and you want to know? But baby, that's a sad thing because you should be a pro. You should be able yes. to spot them jokers coming from from twenty miles away. So you know what? I, you know what? What? And what you have to do is you have to learn how to read people and trust your better judgment. See, because you may be just talking yourself out, or you may be saying, "Man, this is this is this another dreamer," and and whatever, whatever, and and you and you and you really talking yourself out of it. But that's sad, simply because you, that tells me you, you haven't learned. Yeah, you what 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 you need to do? What I would suggest you do? I say you just stop stop dealing for a couple of months. Period. 
Don't go out here looking. Don't do nothing. Take some time to you. Because as you said, you said you're tired. Of, you, you feel like everything you run across and you're dealing with dreamers. That's you carrying. That's baggage. That's baggage yeah, that's before, before you hold something against the man, before he give you a chance to show you who he is. That's baggage. That's not, that's not my fault. That's your fault. That's your problem. That ain't my problem. That's your problem that you think that you thinking like that. You got you got to get to a point to where you're comfortable and you don't have that in your mind no more. Because what you carry around that problem where you think about a dreamer, when you actually meet a dreamer, a real dreamer, who's actually putting his plan into motion and who's starting from the bottom, you're gonna be like, Well, here go the same situation again. But this brother legit. He legit he actually around here doing what he gotta to do to get his dream off the ground. He legit. But since you harboring them same type of feelings where you like, when you dismiss a people because of your past, now you done missed out on the real deal. You done missed out on the next George Foreman grill because you around here doing that. <laughs> yeah, because you say, hey, he's just a dreamer. He's trying to get something off the ground. You got, and I, Harold just hit on, he hit on that thing so heavy. You got to use discernment and understand people. Everybody who dreams ain't a sucker with dreams. Now, if you meet a 38-year-old man who's talking about he's trying to break his next rap single, hell yeah, you should haul ass. <laughs> haul ass. Uh, haul ass. If you meet a dude who's trying to get his business off the ground and things like that, and like, well, one day, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to take Amway to the third level. Even if he's doing Amway, but he's proactive and doing what he got to do. And I ain't talking about going to the studio making songs or 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 or, or, or he got a, he got he got the GoPro camera talking about he making movies or something like that. Whatever the case may be, if you you got to decide like man, you looking for a fast dollar. But if he got a legit business plan and it makes sense, and since you educated, you should be able to decide a business plan. You should be able to recognize a business right. plan versus a dream. Let, let me let me let me say this, man, and let, let, let's. Really, let's get down to the real dynamics and, and the real nitty gritty. And I'm not—I don't know your situation, but for a lot of women, man, what I see is—and Harold spoke about this earlier. If, if you give guys enough time, they'll weed themselves out. They'll—they'll they'll do it. I mean, they do it all the time because, like, like he said, you know, uh-huh. guys who send their representative. You know, they're going to tell you everything they want you to hear. They're going to, you know, they're going to do all the things. They're going to they're gonna open the car door. They're going to they're gonna do all that. But a lot of times, women put that guard down so fast to where now you kind of let the guy sort of infiltrate your fortress or whatever, and, and now you don't got any feelings, you know, and then, you know, you don't, you don't slept together or whatever. And, and, like, once you cross over that, it, I mean, it, it's a wrap because this is what I see. I, I hear, I see a lot of women say, okay, yeah, I, you know, I, I want a good man, blah, blah, blah. And they start dating this guy. And I'm not even lying, man. I'm talking about a month and a half, two months, three months into the relationship. Man, they already joint on each other checking accounts. I see, I'm in the bank. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Dude already got it. It started out where, you know, the first month or so, the dude's coming in, you know, first of all, the dude's in the EB, you know, if y'all going to meet up, go somewhere to a public place. Go to a park or whatever. But a month, a month in, the dude already, you know, at, at your house and y'all kicking or whatever. And then next thing you know, oh, it's getting late. So, yeah, you should might, you might as well stay, stay the night so you don't have to drive. And then all of a sudden, that, that leads to something else. And next thing you know, he got a couple of boxes in the drawer. And then probably the next month out of that, now he got a key to your crib. And you only been dating three months. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, I think, I think if women, man, would just slow down, but, but, like you said, and I don't, I'm not gonna say desperation, but, but, but women have this, this urge and this sense of belonging, and, and just got to be 
you know, in a relationship and just got to have somebody to call their own, that they miss all the signs. Like, uh-huh. like the listen, dudes are not great at, you know, trying to carry on this facade for like a long period of time. Like, we're not great at all. Dude, they, dudes are not great storytellers. They're not great liars. Like, they're not good. So, but but because women are so caught up, man, and, and, and immersed in the, the fatuation of I'm in a relationship, that they totally ignore all the signs that the dude's giving you. Like, if y'all been dating two, three months, and you never been over the dude's house, something wrong. Something wrong. Or if you've been uh-huh. dating months or whatever, but the only time that you can come see you is after 9 o'clock or before 3. Like, like, come on. But y'all don't... I'm not, but women, you know, y'all ask questions. Y'all do ask questions, but you don't, you're not asking the right questions, though. You ask them. I don't think they want... I, 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 think, they, I think they understand they just don't want that, that answer, man. That's yeah. what it is, Nick. That's exactly what mm-hmm. it is. They understand. So, they get it. You know, and then again, and then like you have that brother, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you want to have someone you support if you got a dude who is a dream or whatever, but you want to support from a distance. Like you want to be there for emotional support and all that stuff. But once you start going hands on and start doing all this stuff for this person, they don't want to, and they're not doing it for themselves. Then the dude is just going to sit idle and just let you do the work. Like, like Harold said, man, he, he, you know, you doing all the lead work for, for a business that is supposed to be his that, that you not you don't even have no interest in whatsoever. Right. Let me just let me say something. I just graduated last May, and I'm I'm actually finishing up my bachelor. I'll be finished next year. I can't stand writing papers. I hate writing papers. Like, I don't like to do it. And I remember when I first started school, I used to tell my wife, like, baby, can you write this paper for me? My wife was like, no. <laughs> she said, she said she said, "She said I'll proofread it for you when you finish, but I'm not gonna write it for you." And, and, and you know what? And after I took a, you know, so I, I started writing the papers and whatever. And, and the more I kept doing it, like you know, I started out getting a couple of C's, a B every once in a while. But the more I started doing it, now every time I write a paper, I get an A. And it wasn't because mm-hmm. she was for me. It's because she made me write the paper. My she said, "I'm gonna support you. I support the fact that you go to school." And she support mm-hmm. me because she proofreading my paper and say, okay, this, 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 and this. You know, you might need to correct this. This is a comma splice. This is whatever. This is a run on sentence or whatever, whatever. So she's showing me support. She's she showing that she she got my back. She ain't gonna just gonna let me turn in a paper full of errors. But she's not gonna mm-hmm. do the work for me. A lot of y'all right. women want to do the work for the man, and then the man ain't doing it for himself. Exactly. Exactly. You no. Know, so, so that's my thing. So that's my thing. And and and, 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 and it's so dead on it, and it's 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 like you don't want to use the word desperate, but it 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 is. It's it's like a sense of I, I you know I and I and I get it because you know women they have they had a certain time where they want to have kids and they want to. I, I mean I understand that, but you're sacrificing so much for mm. that, and 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 that's what leaves you bitter and scorned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and speaking about what the young lady was talking about earlier, <laughs> you know, like those say, you, man, you have to sit back and just and re, just reevaluate yourself. Maybe, you know, maybe, 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 maybe you're making bad decisions because of some things that may have happened in your childhood and you picking the wrong type of men and maybe you may need to be, get in touch with that to understand why you're making those 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 decisions to where 
you get the dreamers and you want to help the dreamers and all of that. So it's a lot of things that we we make we subconsciously and drivers even talked about it subconscious. We subconsciously make these type of decisions without even knowing why or even really questioning them. And, and a lot of times it stems from things that have happened from, to us in the past that drives yep. us to make these same type of decisions over and over and over again or these same type of mistakes. And that's insanity because Jarvis stated earlier in the show, when do you change? When? 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 Michelle? When do you get Michelle? tired? Michelle, you still I'm on, here. right? Yes, okay. I am. When do you change, baby? When do you change? That's the question that's being posed to you. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of rhetorical. <laughs> Put you on the spot. That's huh? kind of rhetorical. I mean, it's kind of like when when you're fed up and you know it's enough enough. So, what I you know maybe maybe you're right to an extent, and maybe maybe we're just you know in a race, but. Um, no, we we just got to be a little bit patient. Um, and one thing that I noticed that myself and most women that's like me that, you know, that have done everything on our own and have been educated, it's, not, it's all about control. So maybe if we go out and we, you know, we give somebody mm. a chance or whatever, in, in a sense, maybe it's about control. Mm-hmm. But Ooh, you can only get your hand burnt so many times, you know. Ooh, you hit it on the, you hit it on the head. And, mm-hmm. and there and there and there and there it is right there. There yeah, it is told the truth. because she because because she is in those same that same relationship even though it's a different face and a different man because of control. Because mm-hmm. if she dates someone like her, she's like, oh, I may not be able to control this situation for this man because he's not needy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not self dependent. Mm-hmm. So 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 now if I got somebody that's not dependent on me that can actually. He fine without me, as opposed as to and, as opposed to this other person that need me. Then mm-hmm. that's 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 huge. Mm-hmm. So at least you know, at least maybe this is a step in the right direction of helping you to understand why you and and maybe you don't think it. Maybe you you've known it all along, Michelle, but just stuck with doing it the way you're doing it. But you you're getting the same results. So you're gonna have to give up that control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want something different, if right. you want to keep it the same way, keep keep getting a fix up <laughs> and having that control. Mm-hmm. You know, and I ain't saying it to be funny, but it's it's, it's true. You know, you keep because that's what I call them because that's what women do. They take on projects like rehabbers. They think mm-hmm. they want to fix up because it 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 for those type of women, it's a it's a form of control. I work with a woman exactly like that, exactly mm-hmm. like that. Do move them in, take care of them, fix them up, dust them off, have them looking good. But then, man, a year later, a fifteen, a fifteen months later, when when, when things go south, because now you don't fix them up enough. So maybe you say, well, man, you know what? Maybe I could, maybe I can do this on my own. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, or, uh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, maybe I can do this on my own. You don't fix up the house for the next buyer. That's what you done did. Exactly, <laughs> and then get mad because now you can't control the situation anymore. But then you went into, but then you, that's where you have to look at yourself because you went into the situation for the wrong reason. So you're just as responsible as the person you chose. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me ask that's, you that's no different than that's no different than a man trying to control a woman with his finances. It's the same. It's it's the same beast. 
It's the same animal. Controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You you're right. Now, Michelle, I know you said that you're in the Atlanta area, and like, what what do you? I mean, this has really nothing to do with nothing. But like, what 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 do you what do you do? Like, what's your profession? I know you say you you got your degree and all that. What what do you do for a living? I'm in healthcare. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, man, you should be coming across all type of brothers. <laughs> I think Harold. Go ahead, Jarvis. No, I was just saying, I, was, I think you own something, man. Just you know, it's a step in the right direction because at least you kind of got an idea of what it could be. Uh, once you got to have an idea of you know of what it could be, you know, then you can say, okay, well. I could take a step back and 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 give this this brother a chance because here, here, here here's the one thing about life that that's true, and we say this all the time. Harold say this all the time. It don't matter how many times you get up the bat, you can strike out a hundred times with a person or individual, but when you get that one and you knock it out the park, you 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 still batting a thousand. Ain't that right, Harold? You still yeah. batting a thousand. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So, so, so it's it's more or less, you know, and, and and we know, man, you know, we got brothers out there, and and and, and women is not excluded, but you know, you got people out there that, in general, even in twenty fifteen, and sad to say, that still all about game. You know, I mean, you got women, men, thirty five, forty plus years old, still, you know, yes, yeah, still thinking they 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 players, man, and 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 stuff like that, and, and still out here lying to people and stuff like that, but. I think a lot of times, man, people will weed themselves out if if we're just kind of willing to just kind of let them hang themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. they they weed themselves out, and then you know you kind you kind of know what you got, you know you you know you better know what you're working with, and and then you know hopefully that that person is narrowed down to the to the one or two, and you know you can make a definitive choice, man, and just take off from there. But I just think you know, and we're preaching it all the time, man. We just got to slow down, man, and slow up everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such a hurry, man, and everything. Like you said, those said earlier, everything is so easily accessible with, with social media and, and all these datelines and all this stuff like that. And you know, I mean, man, people just don't realize, man. You know, I, I have never enough. There are people, there are people that have done it, but you know, I don't think you know you're gonna be too much fine. You know, going out to bars and clubs necessarily and meeting your husband. Now, people have done it. People have done it, but a lot of them haven't done it without conflict. Because once once a person says, okay, I, I don't went out, I met this person, this and that, you know, you might have that other one that still like to go out and hang out or whatever and, and not even realizing that once, you know, you make that decision to get married and stuff like that, man, you got to, you know, you got you got to change. You know, I, you know I, but I've seen people that just, you know, met in the grocery stores, man, and, and, and went on to get married and been married 10 plus years. So, so, so it's just a matter of just, you know. One brother ain't cutting it, you know. You, you figure out that early, and you know, and it's, it's just on on the next one. But I just think just taking a step back, man, and just you know, allowing yourself to first of all, you know, get you know, sound like you're already together, but you know, just take maybe just need to take a time out, you know. Mm-hmm. My and that and that's so true, Mike. Man, and, and you know, as far as men and women, you know, my dad used to say something, and it was so true. And it was so true, and the reason I realized it was true because he used to work. He used to use it on me, and it used to work. He said, "If you let people talk long enough, eventually they'll tell them themselves." Yes, sir. So, so if 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 people are out there and they're saying they're this, they're this, they're this, make them show you. That's 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 rule number one. My my, my playbook 
That was that was rule number one. You had to show me who you were, because I wasn't going. I was not because I realized that my heart is once I give it to you, it's hard to get back. It's hard Ooh. to get back. So before I give this to an individual, I got to make sure you are who you say you are. I got mm-hmm. to because I know what it is to have your heart hurt. I'm pretty sure we mm-hmm. all do. So if it's something that is precious as, as your heart and your feelings, because when a person, when you love a person, then you're really no longer in control of your feelings because that person, what he or she does to you can affect what type of day you have, what type of night you have, you know, how your your happiness. So take away you, from your happiness. Yeah, so before, you, so before you give that up, just make do yourself a favor and just make sure the individual is who they say they are. Whether they're trying to do whether and it doesn't matter whether they say they're trying to start a business or if they're looking to be married or if they're looking to be in a long term relationship or they're looking to be they you they telling you you that one and blah 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 or if they're doing certain things you know you you have to make sure before you get caught up in all that that he or she is who they say they are. And it's just that simple. It ain't rocket science. It's just that simple. Yes, sir, man. Oh, man, y'all brothers came with it tonight, man. <laughs> no, I mean, that's real talk. That's real talk. Yeah. That it is. And it, goes both, yeah. and it goes both ways. And it goes both ways. Because it's, it's not a man thing or a woman thing. It's a human being thing. You know, it, and, 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 and our race in particular, you know, in our yeah. race in, in particular because, and we just, cause I don't really know how white folks really date or Asian people really date because I ain't Asian or white, but I do know yeah. how we date, and I do know the struggles that black men and black women face with dating one another. And I think another thing, too, it's a lot of things, too, but a lot of things, too, is that also when you come from a two-parent household, see, people that come from two-parent households, that come from one-parent households, too, have a different... I've noticed that when I used to, that when I was dating, that my relationships would be different with, with females that came from a single-parent household as opposed to ones that came from a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. Because the ones that come from a two-parent... Because the ones with a two-parent household had defined boundaries and responsibilities. Whereas if you grow up in a single a single parent household, which is the mother, the mother did everything. There was really no distinction. The mother, the mother took out the garbage. The mother paid the bills. When you were sick, the mother took care of you. Or when you or when you needed to be there, the mother did that. The things that the father should have been there to the father could have been there to do. So now, so when and so it's harder for a woman to fall back and come from that type of environment as opposed as to a woman who grew up in an environment from a two-parent household because she understands, she understands that certain responsibilities, certain things, is not hers to take on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 she let her man, and she let her man be a man. We've said this, we've said this on, on, in countless shows, and it's still true to this day. There's a king and a fool in every man. Yes, sir. And you can choose, and, and women, you all have the power to choose which one you want to deal with. Because if you require the king in that man, 
if he if he in, if he bought you like he say he is, guess what? You gonna see that king. Cause that fool go, he they gonna kick the fool to the curb. But as long as you, but if you ain't requiring to see the king, then you dating the fool. Because Man. you haven't put no requirements there. So you know, I, I say this all the time because I have. You have to I understand, you know, women plight, particularly black women. And and but I think a lot of times they they're in their own, they get in their own way without really following without really knowing to do, they know what's right, but they're still fighting against it. Whereas if, if, if you start really acting on it, and not with your heart, but with your, with your brain, with what your brain tells you, don't follow your heart, follow what your brain tells you. No, this ain't, this ain't a good look. So, again, because the heart is desperate and treacherous, so the harder reach out for things that ain't there, and it, and it gets you in certain, and it gets you entangled in certain situations. So follow, let, let you before because once your heart take over your mind, your mind ain't your, your mind or your, or, your, or your reasoning pattern is out the window. True, so man. Be your heart, be able to use that reasoning pattern first, because that's what's gonna save you. And, yes, and sir. I don't know if I'm interrupting anybody or anything like that. But no, you're not, you know, you're just flowing from the scrolls, man. When you're flowing yeah, from so the scrolls, yeah. Before, before you guys continue on, I just want to let everybody know that's on the line right now. We're in the after hours. Our show ends at 10. We got 30 more minutes to get y'all this funk. So if y'all have something that y'all want to say, if y'all want to speak on this topic, or if you just got anything on your mind that you want, or anything that you got on your chest that you want to get off your chest, go ahead and press number one to talk because we want to hear from you. Go ahead, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, bro. No, and and it's just you know, and it's just with and it's just with that. Like I said again, you know, and and I go back to this, and we all because we all men, we all everybody on this panel, we got our own, we we got our own. We we go to work, we get up, we productive, we citizens. We pay taxes. We property owners. We own. We own. That we citizens of the United States of America. So we're we want we want a mate, but we don't want we want a mate, but we don't want someone that is going to lead with, oh, I'm educated, or I could do this by myself, or I could do this, I do that, blah blah blah. Because if you if you if you read the the, the, the miseducation of the Negro. Carter G. Wilson said that you got you know you have your two kinds of education. The one type of education you need to survive, but the, the education you seek out for yourself is, is the most important education because you sought it out. So mm, and, and I tell and I tell and and, and with, yeah, this is what I can add to you know, this is what I can add to it. This is not not lorded over, but what I can add to. It. You know, if we in this, we in this together. And 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 that's how you got to make a man, and that's how you have to make a man think. Go ahead, go ahead. You can't, you can't, you can't say, well, I'm educated and I can do this for myself and I can do that, blah blah blah. Because first thing, any man, even an educated man, gonna say, well, okay, okay, you don't need me. You you go, you Gucci over there. Yeah, you Gucci over there. You you don't need me. You Gucci. So at, at that point, we I need we need people. We need women that can say, okay. I understand that because I value what you bring to the table, and we can put that. But I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you, well, you don't never hear black men walk around those that are educated. Well, I'm an educated, I'm an educated brother, and and I got mm. this, I do that. Well, you, don't, you, don't, you don't hear us say that. No, but do you think? It, go ahead, Joe. Do you think, man? Like, and, and what I've seen a lot of things when women who are who are who are who are capable and who are able and are means. 
what, what I tend to find, and this coming from a single man, what I tend to find, man, these women, and I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for for, for somebody to, to to hug me through it, or, or, or you know what I mean, or, or just even to, to to be the witch of pom poms, nothing like that, all the time. Now, don't get me wrong, but there's mm-hmm. certain things in which women who are means they don't do. Like a lot of women these days, they don't know how to validate a man's manhood. And what I mean by validating a man's manhood is you have expectations. Like, you know, if, if I'm coming over there and I'm laying up and stuff like that, like, if you be like, hey, baby, take the garbage out. And I take the garbage out, you be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's a little validation for me being a man. Mm-hmm. A light bulb go out, you know, hey, baby, you can, change, you can come over here and change the light bulb. You know what I mean? Little mm-hmm. things like that in which validates a man's manhood. I'm not saying that you're making a man. Because you evaluated that he's needed. Yes, yes, yes. And see, what value, he, he value he's needed. He's needed. Yeah, you want to treat your man like you treat your child. Cool. Exactly. exactly. So why there's no expectations of well, exactly. you ain't got to do it. Then, you, then after you take the trash out, you want to come back with, like, oh, shit, you ain't take the trash out. Fuck this, fuck that. The world fucked up. You understand what I'm saying? Now, you done created a problem for yourself where all you had to do was set expectation for him. Right. You understand what I'm saying? If you expect things out of a man, and that's why that's why I say, and I had a conversation with my brother that night, man. He was like, man, we were talking about a woman, man. She's fine. she got a career. she got all this going on. And she was like, well, I can't get married. And, and don't nobody want to marry me. I can't find no husband. I can't find no man. But here go, here go uh, Quandisha, who done been married three, four times. I was like, man, it's easy. I can, I can tell you what the problem is. You don't know how to treat a man. And people think treating a man is just cooking and, and having sex. No, no, no. A man, if you're a man of means, you're going to eat what you want to eat, or you can cook for yourself. And sex, we all know that's from a dime a dozen. But, I mean, what do you do that stands out to validate my manhood? Don't tell me, like, well, hey, you beat that thing up last night. Like, I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, baby, I need my car washed. You can come wash my car. You know what I'm saying? I'll take my car to get washed. Uh 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 baby, 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 baby. I need my car to go get me. You can go make things, you can go get my oil trains. You know what I'm saying? Be a woman to where you can allow a man to be a man. But what women these days do is they don't set these types of bars, they don't set these types of standards, these types of expectations on men. So that's why you can see a good woman who can't get married, but a woman who really ain't about nothing is continuously and always in a relationship. I can tell you what, a woman who ain't got nothing going on, she always going to have dealings with men. Always. Because if she ain't figured out nothing, she know how to play. The, she know how to be the damsel in distress. Hell no. Yes, sir. Hell no. Hell no. And as sad as it may seem, as sad as it may seem, I ain't talking about, well, oh, baby, oh, baby, it's a, it's a, it's a bug in my house and he come kill it. No, don't call me for that. But, like, you know, validate something. Do something to validate the man's manhood. And you'll be surprised because a real man, a real man going to give a woman room to, to where she can do things like a woman. Like, if I'm in a relationship, I'd be like, hey, baby, man, I got to go to the doctor. You can set my doctor's appointment for me. Or, or, or you know, if I if I spend the night over there, make sure my clothes ironed in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Those things like, go such a long way, boy. They go such go a long way. Go a long way. Go a long way, God. They go a long way. And women don't, and for, I don't know what, what happens, but women don't recognize that. And some men don't recognize validating a woman. 
Right. You know what I mean? It goes both ways. Right. Right. It goes. It goes both ways. But you're absolutely right. But you know what? Don't know. But do you think it's because now? Do you think because they 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 feel that they in a sense have arrived that those things are beneath them now? Do Do you think they could be thinking that those things are beneath me? Exactly. That, that's exactly what I think. I think I think they, they feel like that they doing so much that they ain't got to be a woman no more. Well, I go to work every day too. I go do this too, and and that's the key word. They're gonna say too. Mm-hmm. And when a woman start getting, you start giving me too many tools. What what JD said, twenty two tools. <laughs> when you start giving me too many tools, well well I I, I work hard today too. Oh, I'm too. hungry too. I'm tired too.
they looking at it like this, like, you know, well, hey, let me be better than my mama as opposed to choosing a better mate. So they start to do everything better to their to they mama, and they start to buck what they saw their mother did. Their mother put food on the table, did all the things which, and which we as men expected to do because that's what our mother did for us. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So if, on a woman's perspective to where our mother was putting food on the table, you'll see a grave disparity between a brother and a sister in a household that was like that. Mm-hmm. You'll see a strong de- disparity between the two because both of them are going to get different types of education based on the same scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and the brother's going to turn out two ways. The brother either he's going to be ain't shit like the dude that mama had around, or he's going to be he's going to have himself about something to be better than the dude that he saw in his life. But he's going to have that same fundamental expectation of a woman that was instilled in seeing his mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So we, when we start talking about women and stuff like that and the dealings and the machinations between the relationships, you got to realize it's not that people are resenting their parents right now. Because believe it or not, anytime you grow up in a single-parent household, there's some resentment there because you're going to acknowledge, as you start to grow and get older, you start acknowledging the things which you did not have. Balance. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's why we see today that to where a woman right now she doesn't know how to validate a man's manhood because she looks at validating a man's manhood as a sign of being a weak woman. Mm. Because that's how she saw her mother as a weak woman. Man. And let, let me let me say this. I'm just trying to get to him. I, I think, too, and, and you guys are right, man, men have to have validation because I think part of the problem is or, or the, the perception is that men are not emotional or whatever and don't need to hear that they they are needed or feel value and and that's, that's just not necessarily true and, and you guys are talking about it right now you know women you guys are not the only ones who want to hear like you know you look nice today or in a man cave you know I, I love job, handsome yeah, yeah you're not the only ones that want to hear that men also now now you know you know Men don't maybe show emotions like women, but does that mean men are not emotional? No, it does not. It don't mean that. Men want to hear, good job, honey. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you know, every now and then, shoot, men, you know, you have a text come across my phone, you know, and my wife sent me a text, say, honey, I was, I was thinking about you, I love you. Like, that That means something. That means something. So, Hello. So, so I think a lot of times we get caught up in all, you know, yeah, we are men, but we still like to hear those things. We we still like to, you know, for, for women to show th- th- their appreciation. And showing your appreciation don't necessarily mean, you know, turning the lights down low and doing the business. Now, you know, you, there, are, there are other ways. Even though I do appreciate that. That we do appreciate. No, well, hold on, hold on. Sex ain't no reward to me, homeboy. That ain't no reward to me. I appreciate that, but like you said, that 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 is not a reward. Like that that's if, especially you know you're in a relationship and you and you married or whatever. That's a given. Like that, that ain't that ain't no. You know you know I get so sick of people treating sex like it's like it's something like you're trying to reach a goal and you now reward it. Like come on, let's 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 be real. You know Ooh. you got. I know some people in couples a trophy. You know, they have sex on special occasions. They married. What the hell is that? Oh, what birthday? Birthday sex, anniversary sex. Like, man, come on. Like, anyway, I ain't getting off on that. But anyway, oh, that ain't no 
though, but no, it, it's relevant. It's relevant because a lot of them, they, they treat the relationship. Well, it's, it's Valentine's Day, I guess. You done, you done took me out of there. I guess they got to go ahead. I guess no, I gotta put my mouth on it tonight. Right, you, yeah, they make they make it seem more like a like it's a like <laughs> like it's a, a chore. Like, listen, y'all quit quit doing that if you don't if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But 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 quit but quit being out there and like oh you know you you're making it seem like like it's a a hard eight to five and you just don't want to go to work. Like stop, don't do that. But anyway, I, another thing, women who are listening and we got a lot of people on. Man, I wish you guys are really pressing one, but women who are listening. No, you have a panel. You know, the show is called The Three Kings, and and then you know we primarily talk about relationship stuff like this. You have a panel full full of men. You know, I'm 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 married. Uh, you got a guy on here here, here that's single, and uh, stuff like that. So these are advice that and I'm not saying necessarily for us, but if if you're seeking relationship advice or anything like that, you probably want to talk to the guy, a person of the opposite sex. Like, quit. Quit getting all of your advice and counseling from women, from other freaking women who are bitter about men. Eric, what you call that, bro? Eric, what you call that? Ineffective counsel? Bad advice. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting bad advice from somebody else that can't keep a man. You just, you're getting bad bad advice. I, and, that's, and, that's, and that's another thing. If it's, it's if, if I want and and for me if I want to know something about a woman or how a woman thinks or act, guess who I ask? Mm-hmm. I ask a woman, cause a woman mm-hmm. knows. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna ask a man, cause here's the cause more than likely about the deeper things, he he don't know he don't he don't the same boat I'm in. We we know about the same, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask him for counsel on, on bad advice from him, cause he don't know, and there's no and there's no disrespect on him, but. I, I realize that I he can't help me in this situation. I need someone yes, who understands women that could help me in in, in, in it would be in that situation. Let's put this in perspective though, because about that does I'm very passionate about this uh, this part right here. About that there you have to speak with somebody from an unbiased opinion. Yes. You, you can't speak you can't you can't you can't search out advice from somebody that you're not slept with or somebody that's trying to speak with you. Mm-hmm. Because of course they're gonna tell you what well, damn Jody fucked up for that and he didn't take the trash out of five now I took that trash out. You right for feeling like that, I'll leave Jody in mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like you, you can't seek advice from, from from people that you got dealings with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They said they always say that's why that's why back they always say the best counselor was the bartender. Because the bartender's gonna tell you the truth. Yeah. But you don't have no objective. You gotta see you gotta seek advice from people that don't have an objective. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing too, you know, like men, you know, and, and women and men are in relationships, and we talked about validation and all this stuff. And, and another thing, you know, like men are supposed to remember like important days, like birthdays and stuff like that, and all. That. I, I get it. But here's my thing: men and women think different. We think different, especially in, in terms of, of relationship. We, we we think differently. Where women might, woman might think, well, okay, well, man should be doing this. This shit should be automatic. Well, it's, it's not gonna be automatic. And this is what I always say: if if you as a woman want your man to do something, now some things are given. You don't have to say it, but if you want your man to do something, if you want something, don't, don't just expect that person to just do it. 
ask him to do it or tell him to do it. Like, like we are not mind readers because I, I think a lot of times, you know, and I've seen a man where people get in a relationship, well, you know, I just would have thought you just would have did or you just would have known or I wanted you to do this. No, you know, like, man, you, you know, we, we're real simple in our way of doing things. And we're real simple in our way of thinking. You know, so if if a, if you, as a woman, want something to be done or, or, or whatever, then just simply ask. Say it. You know, say it. Yes. Say, say what it is that you want. I, I get so tired of people, you know, playing mind games. Yes, you know, I hate this shit. Listen, some things aren't given. Some things you shouldn't have to say. Like, you know, like my wife shouldn't have to tell me to take out the trash. Like, I know to take out the trash. Like, that, that's a given. You know, that, that's a given. But some things, you know, you know, say what it is that you want. You know, let's not, you know, have have this idea or this thing in mind. You want the person to do it, and then when it don't get done, Figure it you, out. you're tripping about it. You know, say what it is what, that you want. And, and Nick, you said it best. Say, if you, say what it is that you want. We know we're not mind readers. You know, we don't pretend to be mind readers. You know, just just put it out there. Put it in the atmosphere. If you want something to be done, put it out there. And when we was introducing ourselves, we ain't never tell you we was a mind reader. We introduced that as something we was we wanted to impress you with, and that's and that's yeah. and that, and that really is, and that's so true, and I, and that is and that is a really big sticking point because they expect us to pick up on things like their girlfriends, but they don't realize their girlfriend is, is a woman. So, yeah, she'll remember your birthday. She'll remember certain things because those things are important to women, but those things necessarily aren't important to men. Now, you ask us what day the Super Bowl played on, when the, when, and, and it's just how we wire, or when the draft coming. Or, That's or our interest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll remember certain things like that, Jarvis, and that is so true because, you know, it's it sometimes too – but sometimes, too, I think that it wouldn't hurt, even though it's to kind of maybe try to be a little more in tune with our woman if, you know, not saying that we can get it right, but sometimes it wouldn't hurt to just say, you know, let me just figure out how she thinks or maybe, like, what she says. Because, like, sometimes it could be like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend said – that that was a that was a you know that her and Sorsa went to this restaurant and that was a nice you know and it was really nice even though she even though that's her way of maybe saying hey let let me and you go check out this restaurant you know what I'm saying and and I think that and I totally get what you're saying because it's true but then I also say too that maybe one of the things that we have to sometimes kind of learn how and it goes both ways not only men but women as well how each other communicates and what's more in their way of, 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 and maybe you trying to understand that we as men trying to understand that a little bit more as opposed as to sometimes just really fighting the issue because then we're just sitting on this side of the fence. Well, this ain't how me and my boys communicate mm-hmm. or this, I'm not used to this type of language. So I, it's just the same way because we want them to understand us and vice versa. Women can understand, well, you know what? I can get a lot more done by just coming out and saying, hey, baby, I want to go to this restaurant. So it, it, and I, I totally agree. So it, it goes both ways, but I'm just saying that we all need to be or at least try to be in tune with one, with one another a little bit more because I think sometimes we wouldn't, we wouldn't be upset about certain things because those things are preventable to some degree. Right. 
Absolutely. And we got about nine minutes left. Uh, y'all want to go ahead and wrap up the show tonight? We can do that. Okay. It's easy. Well, we'll go ahead and start off with you, though, bro. Man, essentially what, what tonight's topic is about is about choosing a mate. So, I mean, essentially when you start choosing a mate, you just got to take your time and be better at what you're doing and understand people a little bit more, man. I mean, things change over time, of course, but you got to realize between when you're trying to change somebody, there's a reclamation process. You know, at this age, and I always say after 25, everybody's done been through something and everybody loves change. But if you're so jaded to where you go into every relationship the same way and enter in any dealing with what you deal with the same way, then honestly, and it's not working for you, then honestly you're doing something wrong. You know, I wish, I, I wish people would leave with their heart before they leave with sex. You know what I'm saying? Because your heart, your heart is treacherous and it will lie to you, but sex is the ultimate lie that's ever been told. Just because you're sleeping with somebody every night don't mean that that person for you. You understand what I mean? So when choosing a mate, the things in which we have to be selected on is that the things in which you do for somebody and what you know not going nowhere can and be will and will be held against you when you go to the next stage. When you get with the next person. When you start doing things different. Like when you've been a giver all your life and then you meet somebody, then all of a sudden you decide to be a taker and being a taker not you. You done messed up what was for you because you have what they call compromise. You have deceived yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Stop stop trying to force things. Either it fit or it don't. Ain't no in-between, man. And, I mean, you, you got to realize, man, people, people don't steal money. People don't steal cars. People don't steal lifestyle. People steal happiness, man. There's so many people out here that are stealing happiness, and it's a shame. And if you either if you steal somebody's happiness or you having your happiness stole from you, get out the way. Get out the way, man. Move and let somebody else deal with them problems, because that ain't your problem to deal with. That ain't for you. If you really want something, man, be patient, man. Take time out to get over your hurt, get over your heartbreak, and let what you want come to you. Or if, if it ain't coming to you fast enough, you go out and look for it. But when you look for it, you better bring the damn checklist. That's all I got, sir. There it is. Harold, your final thoughts, sir? Yeah, I, th- I think Harold? really those. Yeah, I said I think those hit it on the hit it on the head on a lot of things. What he just said. I mean, man, the, the Kings, man, the, the Kings came with it, you know. And I want to say really thanks to the uh, two ladies for coming on and giving us a little insight. Hopefully, I'm hoping that uh, with Kim and Michelle both that, you know, hoping that maybe from, you know, listening and other callers who may have listened um, who didn't comment may, you know, could have gleaned something from, from our from our show tonight that maybe that will help them to, you know, move forward and, and hopefully in, in starting to make better decisions. And I'll go back to this, what I said at the beginning of the show, know what you want. Don't compromise it. Understand what your deal breakers are, and then and go out and, and, and go out and, and 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 get what is yours. Simply because you're not settled. If you're not settling, then you you you're gonna all you're gonna end up in a good place. And being able to recognize people, let people tell you, let people show them who you are, not. 
tell them who you are. Because when a person shows you who you are, like Doe said it earlier in our conversation, with just being in sales, face-to-face sales, you know, and working with the public, you people will show you who they are with, through their body actions and, and what they do. They'll show you who they are. That one thing may come out their mouth, but the mouth ain't saying what their actions saying. So believe believe the actions, and, and and more or less not the mouth. So when you're looking for a mate, understand who you are first, and don't be damaged goods. Don't bring somebody damaged goods like Joe said earlier too. Don't be damaged goods from a previous relationship or previous relationships. You know, bring. Bring the best of you so when you when you present the best of you, you you're not damaged goods. You're not you you don't have baggage from what Tyrone did or John did or Jarvis or Harold or whoever else may have done. But take some time off, get to know yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Spend time with yourself. <clears throat> that way you can truly start to understand who you are. And and don't settle for anything just because he looked good, he smelled good. He 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 may do some things and say some things that may have you you know blah, 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 you know let him show you who he is first because that's gonna that's what's gonna determine that's gonna determine who you getting as opposed to letting somebody tell you who they are and like you say uh, I think Michelle says there's a lot of dreamers in Atlanta and and, and not only is a lot of dreamers but there's a lot of fakers in Atlanta too. So there's a lot of cats out there that that, that are pretending to be something that they're not. Yes, sir. I so, that, yeah. So that's a tough, you know, that's a tough, that's a tough territory for a woman to be on, be in. But mm-hmm. these dudes, they, they, these dudes, they, they. But obviously, it's working for them because they ain't changed the game. But believe me, if it wasn't working for a dude, he switched that up. Yes, sir. It's so, fishing Yeah. So I'm going to let Jarvis get it. Ain't gonna steal all the all the airtime, but. I just say, man, just <clears throat> stop letting people tell you who they are and let them show you who, who they are. And I think that in, in itself will, is the beginning of, of something, can start the beginning of something good, especially if the person's actions lined up with what you are looking for. Man, that's what we don't. We need another hour on this show, man. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead Jarvis. Take us on home, man. Let me say this. Uh, Harold, man, I like what you said. Um, though I like what you said, too, man. But I'm, I want to say something that is one of Harold's favorite sayings, man, and, and it's all is applicable, uh, is like who like you at the end of the day. Because you have, you know, we, we tend to have this, and when you ask what you're looking for in a mate, and then we we rattle off this grocery list of things that, you know, I want this person to be this and this and this and that. But at the end of the day, like who like you? Like like if your, if your preference is a six-fold dark chocolate brother or what have you, and he might not be six four, but he might maybe he five ten, but he willing to get like you, like who like you, like quit quit being caught up on this on this superficial things that don't even matter, the stuff that's only you know on the surface. Cause like my you know like like my grandma always used to say, looks fade, looks fade. You know when when you when you know women when you you get about forty plus, you know you, you up top you start to drop down a little bit. You know, men. You know, when you get to a certain certain age, you know, you ain't got that 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 cool little swagger walking. You know? So at the end of the day, like who like you, man, and, and that's and that's why I got to say and take your time. We only got like a minute. Um, quick note: don't even get a chance to talk about it, but uh, he he's gonna start a blog called Notes from the Bricks. So y'all uh, look out for that. We'll be posting on our website. 
uh, not too long. Harold got the dress laundry, so we'll we'll be getting together and making some changes to that also. And um, that's pretty much it. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, man, what a show. What a show, man. I appreciate the passion. I appreciate our callers. I appreciate y'all listeners, man. Next time, and, and I know y'all got a lot to say, press number one to talk because we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear y'all perspective on things. This was a fire-ass topic tonight. Uh, Doe, God bless you, man. Darvis, uh, you doing the topic next week, man. We'll be back. Y'all, y'all tune in next week, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Kings will be back. We love y'all. When I saw her, I, I just, I just knew, I knew that uh, she was my wife. myself.